Hop Scots, the world's okayest podcast about bullshitting about beer and booze. I'm your host, Mike. We get uh, the Hop Scotch hunks in the house, Ryan and Dan. What's up, fellas? Nothing like the end of summer. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best? Yeah, no, fucking summer's winding down here, guys. Almost time for playoff baseball. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. You're the worst. Um, summer's winding down here. We um, we wanted to uh, we discussed we wanted to try to uh, tackle into uh, every season. They have you know seasonal variety packs. You know what I mean? Summer packs, winter packs, fall packs, spring shit. Um, we think it might be a nice quarterly thing to do. Um, so uh, Ryan brought up we yeah. had a, a nice uh, nice little addition here. It's the Hopscotch Variety Show. We, yeah. we grab a variety pack and uh, we rate it. I got a big against itself. Big gong on the side over here. If you guys if your axe sucks, we hit the gong. And <laughs> totally thought you said dong. <laughs> We're uh, we're about to get really fucking fruity for Q3 right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, Closing out Q3 strong. Um, so uh, Ryan, once you uh, this was your your, your yeah. pick. So why don't you talk about it? Yeah. So uh, what we picked here is our UFO offering. Uh, should I go into all of the beers, or should we introduce them as we go? Um, you know, let's give a little overview. Let's, okay. Let's talk about what we get so, into. Yeah, we got this very fruity variety pack. Um, you know, UFO is an unfiltered offering by a uh, a brewery that's not advertised on the label. Um, they're a local one. We'll get to them later, but. Uh, this is a very a lot of Heffenweisses, a lot of Belgian types, a lot of lights. So we have a pineapple one, we have a raspberry, we have a pink lemonade shanty, and then we have the classic UFO white. Um, so w- what we want to do here is uh, we're going to kind of break this up quarter by quarter. We're going to do one beer, well, we're going to do two beers in two segments, and then we're going to decide with an overall and then let John Taffer uh, wreak havoc on everyone. Let that motherfucker figure it all out. Uh, so, you know, we got four beers to drink here within an hour, so yeah. uh, let's uh, crack into this son of a bitch. We randomly assigned the beer order, and we're starting off with the pineapple offering. Uh, pouring into the glass as usual to... Uh, yeah, get the crack on the cans. Can't forget that. I'm pouring this about, uh, what, 15 inches away from my face, and I can smell the pineapple from here. Yeah, it's I strong. I fucking love pineapple, too. It's so good. It's great on pizza. I don't know. I don't know if you guys like what? pizzas. Yeah. Nope. No. Well, I'll eat it. I'll eat, I'll eat it, but if you think about it, if you think of taking a hunk of pineapple and then putting cheese and tomato sauce on it, it's, yeah, but I'll eat it on a pizza. I love pizza. I think it's the best. So anyway, I'll, I don't know what type of I digress. pizzas you're getting. You don't usually put the toppings down first and then lay the sauce and oh, cheese no, on top. Saying, Chicago <laughs> style. Yeah. Chicago style Hawaiian. <laughs> if you were, so the only real pineapple I like, I don't like, I'm not a big fruit guy. I think we've discussed this before on here. The, my favorite version of actual pineapple is the shit you get at the end of your meal at a Chinese restaurant. Mm. That canned pineapple that's just been fucking marinating in sugar water. And Mai Tai juice. Oh, God, that is so good. Uh, I, I do like pineapple. I like any kind of pineapple. Pineapple juice, I'll drink it straight. Um, pineapple the fruit. <laughs> Spaceballs the movie. <laughs> Pretty much Spaceballs covers it all. the flamethrower. <laughs> Uh, no, pineapple is probably one of my favorite fruits. It's uh, really hard to uh, manipulate and, like, you know, actually cut it up when you buy it, so I don't buy it often. Mm. The can usually is, like, soaked in, like, you know, sugar and shit like that, so I try not to drink that, but it's uh, I love pineapple. I would say at uh, first reaction, this smells more like pineapple than it, like, tastes. Big time, yeah. It's, it's, it's got a little bit of a haze to it, and I don't know if that's just from... Well, it's there... <clears throat> It's their unfiltered offering. Okay. Right. So that would give it the unfiltered look to it. It's, it's very hazy. I like the color. So it's fucking good. I'm always a big fan of no pulp in there, so, you know. So, so it, it, it almost looks like they're using water straight from, like, Han Pond or the Wuben Reservoir <laughs> here. It is some dirty-looking shit. Oh, man. I remember, you mentioned pulp there. I remember 
I, I hate pulping my orange juice. I don't know you guys. Do you guys like pulping the orange juice? No. Nope. Nope. I hate chewing my orange Thank juice. Thank God. I'll never, hey. I'll never forget going to uh, Mill and Bill's house one time for, for breakfast for maybe Christmas or whatever. And I was like, oh, like, Ma, is there any pulp? I don't like pulp. Uh, uh, is there any pulp in there? No, Michael, there's no pulp. I bought no pulp. And, like, she brings the orange juice out. It says, like, with extra pulp. Right. <laughs> like, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's face is on it. Like, <laughs> special edition orange juice. Hey, is that one of the first things that we're all a consensus on? No pulp? I feel like no usually pulp. someone disagrees yeah, no. somewhere yeah, no. along the line. I do not want to chew my orange juice. Yeah. One of my favorite lines from uh, the, the, the Sopranos was when uh, there's a random scene where Tony Soprano's walking into the kitchen in the morning all hungover with his fucking bathrobe on. And he opens up the fridge and he takes a sip of orange juice and he fucking spits it out and he looks at the can. He goes, hey, what the hell is this? She's like, what? He goes, this says with pulp. She's like, yeah. He goes, I like some pulp. <laughs> you know, I suppose like a little bit of pulp, like if I was at a restaurant or, or a buffet or a brunch and like I had a little bit of pulp in it, I wouldn't be upset. But like pulp in it right honestly in general i think orange juice is one of the most overrated beverages overpriced too more expensive than a fucking alcoholic beverage if you're making a mimosa that's fine but typically give me that milk baby if i'm if i'm having breakfast i want a nice glass of milk with Uh, that milk makes me instantly shit myself uh so i I can't drink straight milk orange next episode milk (laughs) milk (laughs) milk challenge yeah we're just gonna drink a gallon of whole milk hover over buckets and drink whole milk room temperature whole milk and see extra pulp (laughs) white russians (laughs) but the problem is is i love the milk i like it it tastes good i just it's the best for the sake of the people around me i try not to drink Do you ever try like the uh, lactose pills or anything like that i have yeah i just don't take them because how about silk do they work they actually uh it's it's hit or miss so, okay. So, for instance, if I take one and I'm having a glass of milk with dinner, um, it'll work. No farts. I won't shit my pants. No blood bubbles are coming out of my rear end. Um, if I were to take one and, let's say, have a chocolate-friendly fribble, for instance, there is no amount of lactate that will prevent the, um, the gaseous, bloody uh, just mischief that's going to come out of my bottom. I get that. <laughs> I mean, not so much the digestion part, but, like, you're going chocolate ice cream? Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. Again, orange juice, the most overrated beverage. Chocolate ice cream, the most overrated ice cream. Um, I don't think orange juice is the most overrated beverage. Orange juice is good. I like OJ. Well, you know what? Um, Overpriced, definitely. I I never drink orange juice after breakfast because... It's so fucking expensive. Like you get like you go to like a, a diner. It's like three fifty for like a shot glass of OJ. I don't want that. I just give me a fucking diet coke, which I don't drink soda ever. But I order with breakfast sometimes because I don't want to spend fucking nine dollars on three glasses of fucking orange juice. Just get milk. I don't like milk. The problem with restaurants in general is not just the OJ's overpriced. All drinks are overpriced. If you were to get a fucking a glass of soda, and I guess this is me in my old age getting a little cranky, old man yells at cloud type shit. Dad cast. Dad cast. <laughs> so if we're going to have a glass of, if I'm going to get a Diet Coke with, with a meal at a restaurant, and you know, I look at the bill and it's two fifty for the drink, I'm like, I, I could have bought two two liter bottles for that much money. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, man. But anyway, you're, you're right. It smells a lot more pineapple-y than this yes. shit actually tastes. Yeah, I was uh, a little disappointed in that one. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, very, like I said, the, the, the color is nice, the haze is nice, um, the flavor is very just bleh. It's kind of yeah. bland, yeah. yeah. It is kind of bland. Kind of bland. I was really looking forward to this one out of the four, too. Agreed. The, the, the pineapples. I like the can. I like the, 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 bluish, the blue color can. It's a real eye catcher. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it's marketed very well. The box that they have, um, 
it's broken up into four sections where it breaks down the information of each, um, you know, the uh, the you know, the details and the APV of each beer. Right? I feel like you don't get that a lot. It's kind of like quartered off, and it, it was kind of cool. Now, this isn't the, uh, the the first juices I drank this week. I uh, actually went through a juice cleanse. Yeah. You guys ever do a juice cleanse? I've seen people do them. I, I've, I've considered it. I feel like I, I can use it, and I've been uh, thinking about doing it, but no, I have not. I do them time to time. I, my wife, you know, we have a juicer, and we'll do the, the juice cleanse. It's actually it's way easier with a juicer. Uh, we did them before a juicer. You don't say. We, we put it in, all the shit in a blender, then like, like you know, sieve it out, and it's no, it's not <laughs> easy. You didn't do. like use the garbage disposal <laughs> and work <laughs> <Sure>. backwards. <laughs> Just put your face under it and open the pipe up. Um, no, but there are so essentially, there's like some really like extreme ones which I can't do. But I will ju- eat, drink juice, breakfast and lunch until dinner. I have to eat dinner. If I don't eat dinner, I'll fucking lose my mind. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like, five-day juice cleanse where you drink nothing but juice for five days. No, fuck that. Um, I've done some where you drink, like, eight ounces every hour all day long, and, like, you piss your brains out, which is great. Uh, but I just did one recently where it was, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, it was, you know, three or four juice, four juices you drank during the day. A lot of carrots. Um, a lot of carrots. <laughs> the wife came home from fucking the supermarket with, like, a whole entire... Bag full of carrots. A Bugs Bunny bushel of carrots. <laughs> yes. I was going to go there, but I didn't know if that was going to fly. So um, so I did this for, for yeah, two and a half days. Like I was I was planning on trying to do three, so I did it for two and a half. And, and you feel great after three. Like, you're super hydrated. You piss your brains out. Like, you lose all your bloating. Because I, I was eating like shit and feeling like garbage for a couple weeks. So, um, so uh, you know, first day was great. Second day was, eh, a little iffy. Um, I, um... I did all my, my whole my whole cleanse thing. I was feeling a little little bit a uh, little bit of bubbles in the belly. Crawled into bed and uh, went to cut a fart. And carrot juice squirted out of my ass. <laughs> That's right. I I I, uh, I I had drank in the equivalent of twenty three carrots that day. It's a known fact that the human body can only hold twenty two carrots. <laughs> Oh, that's your fault, buddy. <laughs> I should have looked up that information because, like, you know, on top of the twenty, the twenty-three carrots, it was like, you know, beets and fucking all this other shit. And uh, I felt great until I shit my fucking pants. And man, God, like, thank God, it, like, it all, it was all contained to the shorts because I hopped right in the shower, shorts and all. That's that's impressive that it was contained. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on a juice diet. I assume it's coming out the way it goes in. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was, and it was straight fucking. Uh, it was, it was, it was carrot juice. You wearing tidy whiteies? Like shit, the no, band. no, it was commando, commando in the old, uh, you know, the old basketball shorts. Uh, tidy whiteies sounds a, like a mess. I, I have a strong sphincter. I was able to close that ah, son of a bitch up. Right. I, 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 I <laughs> you <hate> shall <laughs> not pass. Sealed up real quick, like the fucking time lock in a bank. <laughs> Like the first wave was like Indiana Jones, like doing a, a barrel roll underneath the the closing uh, pyramid or whatever. No, Dave, I cannot allow you to open up the airlock. <laughs> Your anus is Hal. Yes, I have an Hal ass. Uh, but yeah, so I did a juice cleanse uh, to try to feel a little bit better, and then I shit my pants. And that was kind of fucking shitty. Uh, so this is definitely not the first juice I drank all week. Why are you considering this juice? Because it's got artificial pineapple flavoring? Artificial pineapple flavoring, yes. It is artificial pineapple flavoring. It is juice. Um, You know, this is okay. You know what I mean? I should probably drink a little bit more of it. It honestly just doesn't really taste like a whole lot. It tastes like kind of like the the Bud Light something. Yeah, I don't want to say it's quite a Bud Light. It's like a slightly flavored Bud Light. Like, it was not... I was a little disappointed in the pineapple offering. You know what? I'd like to address something. Um, 
this podcast has done the opposite effect of what I was hoping. Um, you know, my intentions were to come into this whole thing with maybe opening my mind up to some new beers that I liked and maybe expanding my palate. And then once Dan joined, I was like, well, maybe we'll get Dan to like good beer. I bought a fucking 12 pack of cores today. I haven't bought shitty beer for my own you know, just drinking in a long time. Don't sell me the good name of the banquet beer in Adolf. <laughs> well, no, this was certainly this was the banquet beer. We bought the stubby banquet beer. Bottles. It's one of my favorites. If, if I'm going lowbrow, I don't want to. Again, I don't want to assault, assault insult <laughs> the great Adolf Kors himself. But um, that's one of my go tos if I'm drinking like something that's not a craft. I I had a shitload of Budweiser product left over in my house from the Fourth of July episode because we. We bought a 30-pack and a bunch of crap that we never even got to because Budweiser sucks. Tell them what you drank by yourself. (laughs) So I, just for a month, I had a fridge full of shit. And I was like, ah, well, I would drink a couple good beers. I'd run out of what I had. I'm like, oh, I got Buds downstairs. Or I was doing some yard work. I was like, ah, I got Buds downstairs. So I drank Budweiser for like a fucking month. It's actually kind of turned me into like being okay with shitty beer again, which is not the right fucking thing. So... The tables have turned. I remember there was one specific episode. You guys said you wanted to turn me into an IPA fan. But without even trying, just using the power of my mind, I have gotten Mike to start drinking Bud Lights while he's doing yard work. Basic dad bitch shit. Yep. I'm not a big Bud Light fan. I'd prefer (laughs) prefer Miller Light over Bud Light if I was. These were Bud Heavies, though, so. So not quite. So I'm still working my magic on you. I went golfing (laughs) yesterday and, uh. Crushed a 12-pack of Bud Light on the front nine. And I don't typically like Bud Light, but it was so fucking hot yesterday that these ice-cold beers out of the cooler, it was the most refreshing beer I think I've had in 2018. Ooh, a nice. Bud Light. That can happen. It's been right- fucking hot. It's been muggy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. In the right circumstances, sometimes that's just what you want and what you need. Your body craves it. It does. The electrolytes. Mm-hmm. I know we're um, just finished up. That's pineapple beer. Uh, so the next one we have to attack is the UFO Raspberry. Well, should we do a can tab on this one before we uh, move on? Yeah, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just, let's, as we step through. So, I forget if I didn't explain this earlier, we're going to do a singular can tab. We're not going into, it's, it's just the overall can tab for each, for each one. And then we're going to uh, give an overall rating. Yeah, I like this because it's fresh in the mind, so it's not going to skew ourselves at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, what do you got? First one. Mm, one and a half. I don't. I don't want this one to wow. win sneakily. I, I didn't like it that much. It, it smelled strong, but it did not have that taste there. And I'm I'm concerned about how you guys are going to rate it. So I wanted to go low just in case. So uh, the fix is in on your part. Huh? Listen, listen. Jesus I just Christ. I just don't want this one to win. What do you got? Who, who's running this? FIFA, um, <laughs> the most corrupt organization <laughs> in the entire fucking world. Uh, you know, this one was extremely underwhelming. I, I was really looking forward to pineapple. I thought it was going to taste more. Yeah. M- have a more fruity bite to it. But not only was it not very fruity, it was also not a very good beer on, on top of it. It was like like a lagery type beer. It was kind of gross. Uh, I, I'm going to give this a two. Probably would not drink again. Would not buy again. I'd drink it again, but I would not buy it. It's listed as a Hefenweizen. You know what I mean? Which is, but I would agree, Dan. It almost tastes like a lager. It, it doesn't, was, yeah. It I, just, I have to say, I lied earlier. I thought these were all under 5%. This one was at 5.2. What? Uh, that's bullshit. That's surprising. Um, it tastes like a mumbled mess of shit in your mouth. <laughs> like, not like shitty shit, but like just not good taste. Like kind of like carrot like juice, carrot pineapple yeah. cleanse yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> definitely like, you know, if you're, if, 
if you... it's been sloshing around in your Reeboks for a little while <laughs> so, as you as you scramble for the shower. So our one of our new methods down the road is going to be the twenty three carrot system. <laughs> it's called the the, the twenty three juice salute. <laughs> All right. So no, what I'm getting at is, so you're the second person in the human centipede. Okay. The first, <laughs> the first guy drinks some of this, and it's just you're drinking his shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's you've been juiced by shit. If that <laughs> took a turn, <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm just kidding. Um, it's it's not good though. It's it it doesn't taste bad. It just doesn't. It's not a it's not appealing. That was you know what I mean? Fucking hardest curveball I've ever been thrown in the, <laughs> like, in the past couple of months. Straight up went from like, oh hey, I'm drinking this paradise beer to like Jigsaw staring me down in this chamber. No, have, you, have you guys seen Human Centipede? I, I have. Have you seen all of them? So Human Centipede, just like this beer, did not live up to the hype I was expecting. Have you seen the second one? I must have. I don't know. The second one lives up to the hype that the first. Did they one call that expecting. one Human Millipede? <laughs> no, yeah, it's they uh, should have. But I just liked how we were on, you know, this tropical. The beer says right on it, it's island time. And then Mike's like, so if your mouth is sewed to an ass, which is sewed to a mouth, which is sewed to an ass, <laughs> which is sewn to a palm tree, <laughs> this is what it's like. <laughs> I give it one can tab. It's just kind of just a mumbled mess of not tasting great. You All know right, what I mean? Dr. Carrot Juice. We get it. <laughs> All right, so next beer we have, we have Raspberry. UFO Raspberry. It's a 4.8, a little bit less than that um, that pineapple one that we just did. Um, you know what? Raspberry can be a pretty intense flavor. I'm hoping this one's got a little bit more flavor to it, but I, I don't have a lot of hopes for it. Right on the side of the can, it says it has the right hint of berry flavor. I'll be the, we'll be the judge of that. We'll be the judge of that. You know what? If, if, if we're talking hints, and if that last one was a hint, I'm not really impressed on the hints that no. they do. Let's get some cracks on the cans. While we're pouring things out, uh, what are you guys up to today? Anything special? Well, I'm making a mess over here on your carpet. That's all right. You sure? Yep. Okay. My dogs pee there sometimes. Oh, okay. Rainy days. So again, immediately, wafts very well like raspberry, yeah, not I mean, dog piss. Yeah, luckily, very, very maybe that's maybe maybe that's what threw off our maybe that's what's throwing off our palate a little bit. It's very uh, yeah, it's got a nice little Jolly Rancher raspberry. Mm, yeah, that, that's a perfect uh, perfect way of putting it. Definitely a much more raspberry flavor than the. Um, mm. It finishes the pineapple didn't finish. That has a that has a raspberry bite to it at the end. That, that's actually really nice. I'm not even a big raspberry person. But that, I really like that. I mean, unless we're talking about Prince's Raspberry Beret, which is a phenomenal song. <laughs> but other than that, I'm not usually going for those those razzes. I saw this video the other day on the internet, <clears throat> on the World Wide Web. On the what? The World Wide Web. Wow. <laughs> Never heard of it, Dan. Dot? Please go on. So it was uh, .org slash gov, and there was this video of James Brown uh, at a concert in the early 80s. And uh, at this concert... He brings Michael Jackson up onto the stage with him, who happened to be in the crowd. He didn't happen to be. This was a predetermined thing. So he brings Michael Jackson up, who during the little, you know, funky solo musical intermission, Michael, Michael Jackson comes up, gives a hug to James Brown, and then, uh, you know, kind of does a couple of hee-hees and shamaos into the microphone, and then he walks off. Um, an, an unplanned thing was Prince was also in the crowd that night. And wow. this was almost like pre- Raspberry Beret, pre-MTV stardom for Prince. So not a lot of people knew who he was. So Michael Jackson whispered to James Brown on stage, hey, Prince is here. you got to bring this guy up. you got to bring that little boy up so oh. I can touch him. So Prince gets up onto, stage, uh, on, onto the stage, and, and this was still big Afro Prince. Oh, so wow. Prince gets up onto the stage. 
um, you can see him kind of whispering with one of the one of the guys in the band. He grabs a guitar, and inst- rather than singing, he tries to do a guitar solo. I don't know if he was fucking whacked out of his mind or something that night, but he does you know this little two note solo, and you can barely hear him, and it sounds like shit, and you can tell he's just not on his game right now. So he gives the guitar back, and then he takes his shirt off. And he starts clapping to try to try to get the crowd to clap along. And everyone at the time, you know, Prince wasn't a household name at this point. So everyone in the crowd is looking at Prince going, why did this guy take his shirt off? And we really don't want to clap along. So you can see him grab his jacket and just fucking like run like an embarrassed little girl who just got, you know, denied her prom date back to the fucking backstage of the room. Oh, my God. I have to see this. It's pretty interesting. That was my first Prince thought. And then they brought out a manual. You should probably tweet that one out for us. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty wild video. Um, raspberry. Uh, it definitely has more flavor. That's the, it, it has more raspberry taste to it mm-hmm. uh, than the pineapple one did. Not bad. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not big on raspberry in general, so it's not going to be one of my faves, but I do like that it finishes. It, it did what the, what the pineapple one couldn't. This one has more carbonation, too, than the, than the pineapple, I feel like. The, the pineapple felt a little flat to me. Yeah, this one's also classified as a Hafenweizen. Okay. Which the pineapple one was too, but um, that pineapple one just didn't have the same flavor. Hafenweizen is just, you feel light, you feel airy, you just, it's summery, fruity. Yeah. I feel like they made the pineapple one, and then they made the raspberry one. Then they had to put, like, this one has the right amount of raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, just so you know, like, that's why they put that little flag on there that the other one didn't have. Yeah, the the, the fucking pineapple just didn't have enough of anything you wanted. Maybe pineapple won't be good with a slice of, or an entire pineapple in it. It might feel better. I shouldn't have to put extra shit into the beer. It should be good as is. Maybe it's good with ham. Ooh. (laughs) Steamed ham. Steamed ham. Rum ham. Rum ham. (laughs) Ah. Do a rum ham. Episode. Maybe we'll have a rum ham episode, yeah. and we'll wash it down with some pineapples. Mm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Oh, just soak some pineapples in vodka. So Ryan, I uh, I heard you got into a car accident recently. Ooh. Oh yeah. Um, Are you okay? Any whiplash or anything like that? I am. No, no, no. All right. So it wasn't my car. That's I good. was. I was a passenger. That's always the best. Right. Yeah. Because you so, can only benefit. Because if you get hurt, right. you can fucking still sue. Right. Your car's not fucked up. Your so. insurance isn't involved. You're good to go. <laughs> oh, my luckily, back and my neck. <laughs> luckily, everyone was good. Pussy um, and my crack. But it was it was insane. So um, me and my girlfriend were hanging out with some friends. And luckily, uh, we, had, we had a little too much wine. And we had a friend local who was like, hey, you know, I can come pick you guys up. You know, I'll drive you back to the car in the morning. It's like, great. That's perfect. So he picked us up. We took him out to breakfast. Uh, Anything he wanted at Denny's, it was like he ate like a god. <laughs> Moons of Miami, make it two. Yeah, yep. Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity, my dude. Uh, I believe that's IHOP. Oh, you're right. That is IHOP. <laughs> Come on, get your Denny's back straight. <laughs> um, but then, as he's right in front of the house, we dropped him off. He stops to take a left, and all of a sudden, we get rear-ended at like 25, 30 miles per hour. Oh wow! Um, it was it was definitely jarring. Um, everyone was fine, like I said. The woman who came out of the car, she. Looked like one of those people who uh, You know how like once or twice a year An old person drives through a Walmart in Danvers (laughs) She was that woman And she was immediately like Oh I just got my car back and I was doing so well I just got it back last week Oh god Um, But there was one minor injury Which was not a big deal They asked me if I wanted wanted an ambulance for that But my uh, my toe 
Got hurt. I got I got I got nicked on my toe, my toenail, my big toe on the left foot. The nail cracked. Um, it was it was a lot of blood, unnecessary blood. I was like, I'm not gonna take an eight hundred dollar ambulance bill for them to come out and put a bandaid on my toe. So what you're saying is you had the same injury um, in a newer car as you did while you were mudding with your foot under a 1952 Jeep? Yes. <laughs> yes. My toe is weak, apparently. You get a weak-ass toe. Yeah. I, get, I get a weak-ass toe. I got to start doing some toe-ups or something, man. Dude, you know what? I have a whole book of toe kegels you can start looking at. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. It's, it's mostly God. up and downs. Yeah. It's hard to do left and rights with toes, but... You'll get there, though. Yeah, you'll get oh. there. Yeah. It's good, because re- really the problem is between that big and second toe. It's just not tight enough in, right in between there, so I really want to start doing those Kegels. Yeah, it's, it's, the toe Kegels are a very important aspect of uh, your modern-day life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we live in a, in a culture now where, you know, men are a little bit more in touch with their feminine side. You got to do your toe Kegels. Mm-hmm. It's no joke. But, yeah, the important thing is everyone was okay, but it was just like, it was definitely jarring. Uh, was the car I, fucked up? Um, her car was totaled. Um, <laughs> Good. She, she, she dies too. She, she put her radiator right through her engine. Like it was <laughs> leaking everywhere. Um, the car we were in was able to drive off. They just had to like rig up the muffler. I hope there's no like legal things that I shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast. It's okay. I'm insurance. You're fine. Oh, okay. Cool. No names were named. It's very true. But yeah, so he was able to rig it up and drive off. Um, but it was just definitely like uh, shook for a little bit. I don't think I've ever been rear-ended like that. <laughs> yeah right you're right college guy <laughs> yeah those those wareham nights yeah, yeah. i remember that movie wareham nights that was yeah, i backed right into that one <laughs> i believe that's a double entendre so that was pretty fucking eventful. Yeah. Shitty toe is is the moral of the story. My toe sucks. Shitty fucking toe. Um, I don't know. You guys, anything else happened today? Anything special, Dan? Uh, today, uh, played a little Fortnite with the kid in the morning. Never done it. Um, hey, I'm not gonna lie. I just started playing that this week. Oh, well, there you go. Um, how, do you, how do you play it? Where do you play it? It's <clears> free. <throat> it's a free game. Where do you play it? On on the place. You got a PlayStation or an Xbox? No, I play it on my Switch. I don't have any. Get one of those. You don't. Uh, I have an, I have a PlayStation Three. I think they, uh, as of 2016, uh, discontinued any new games coming out for PS3. That hasn't been updated in four years, so I don't think it works. I can tell. That's one of the older PS3s, too. That's like the big one. You must have got that when that was... um, Let me tell you this. Actually, where we're sitting right now, this is actually a funny story, because this TV is... What year are we in? And This is about 10 years old, so... That PS3 that's right in front of us in the TV on the wall, 47-inch. Everyone look closely. H- high def. Um, not a plasma. Uh, 720. Lava. <laughs> it's a lava TV. So I, I, um, I, I used to work in construction, and then things were going well, and I uh, went out and I, I bought a, a new PS3 and a new TV. Got laid off the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. Well, I got a PS3 and a fucking big-ass TV to hang into. But, like, you know, but... You know, 10 years ago, a 47-inch, like, 720i TV was, like, $1,200. You know what I mean? Like Now they're giving them away. Yeah, you can yeah. get them in a box of cereal, which is weird because the box of cereal is smaller than the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, you open it up and yeah. it falls out and it just unfolds. I got mine in one of those little Cracker Jack packages that they put, like, the, the temporary tattoos in. You just <laughs> rip, the, rip off those seams. And, uh, TV for you. Yep. Oh, man. Not to give 
uh, any stores unnecessary plugs, but uh, BJ's Wholesale Warehouse up in New Hampshire. I got a 55-inch Samsung TV up there a couple of years ago after mine shit the bed for like fucking four hundred like seventy five bucks or something insane. ridiculous like that. Yeah. Hey BJ's, if you're listening, uh, I could use a new TV soon, so maybe you could be a sponsor. Hey Ryan, if you're listening, I could use the BJ soon. So if you listen, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Zing. I yeah, I, uh, I got married uh, six six seven six six years ago. And like I uh, the, the morning after my wedding, I took like all the money, like all the cash, I went and bought a new TV. So that's the TV I have upstairs, and it's a uh, fifty five inch whatever. Spent like nine hundred dollars on it. It's crazy. It's not even that good. You know what I mean? And like, I walk into the fucking like BJ's now. It's like I can have like a a, a fucking eight hundred billion i fucking four K compatible. <laughs> right, like you know ninety hundred inch TV for like three fifty. It's like what the fuck? I'm like dying for my TVs to die so I can buy a new one. Technology is so like fa- fucking fast paced that the second you walk out of that store, it's an obsolete product. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think it's crazy. I've seen commercials for now with the smart fridges that have yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you can like tell them to turn off everything else in your house. So your family has to go eat dinner and like <laughs> suffer through your stories about sewing with Karen. I like the ones where you could like FaceTime and all of a sudden your Karen. face pops up on the TV or on like the little screen on the fridge. Oh, it's like, God. Get out of here, you fat fuck. <laughs> no more snacks for you, you piece no of shit. More. <laughs> You're lactose intolerant. Put down the milk. Hey, try a piece of broccoli, you fucking lard ass. <laughs> you know, I, I think John Taffer should get his own line of those fridges. If he berates people oh while they're god. trying to go in the Taffer fridge. Oh my god, the Taffer diet? That'd be fantastic. Man. Oh man, we, we gotta get him on this podcast. We talk so, about him way too much. <laughs> um So we're uh, finishing up our, our second beer here. Um I think it's a pretty good time to take our little break here. Uh, well, we got two more beers to get into. Should we? Uh, should, we should oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. We got to, we got to can, can tap it up. I'm sorry, you know, you yeah, threw it, me it, off. It, my, I, it, I, it's an, it's an unorthodox episode. I'm a creature of habit. Like my entire life is like based around like I don't like change. No. So this is change, me, me neither. and I'm good. I'm good with it. Okay, uh, so uh, Dan, talk to me. What are you feeling? We're going can tabs on this one. Uh, I think just based on head to head with the other one, uh, the pineapple one. It's definitely a uh, Tyson-Peter McNeely fight here. Um, the raspberry was good. It's a little sour. Um, if I'm really nitpicking, um, it's almost too much raspberry. And you are. Um, and I can, because that's what I do here. Um, whew. Can't tab method. We're going to give this motherfucker 3.25. Ooh, wow, that's heavy. It is. It was good. I didn't mind it. Right, guy, what you got? Listen, I'm with you because as you were saying that, I took a big uh, swig and it did pucker me up a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Let's see, what did I give it the pineapple? A one and a half. Yep. So I'm, I'm gonna go two and a half on this one. I think it's I think it's a full can tab above, just in terms of that you get that finish and that flavor that you that the pineapple one was just missing. I'm in the same boat, dude. I'm doing two and a half on that one. It's um, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's got a, uh, you know that. That kind of sourness to it, it gives it the flavor that I was missing in the pineapple one. So, like, like the finish that you were looking for with the pineapple, even though I don't like raspberry as much, it gives me something. You know what I mean? The pineapple one was like you're watching that porn, and at the end, after a vicious railing, he gives, like, two little piddly poots of cum and, like, can barely hit the ground when he's aiming down. Also, ironically, don't they say uh, you're supposed to eat pineapple to... Uh... You know, be a little Sweet more virile up. and make it taste better. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that the old, the the old myth? 
Yeah, but uh, you know, from what my experience, I think you need to eat a little raspberry to get a little extra flavor in there. You know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, with Hefenweizens, what, what experience is this? Drinking these fucking two beers. <laughs> I, Fair. All right. Uh, so we've given our ratings on these first two beers. And that uh, was gross cast. That was definitely the gross cast. We got a little, uh, a little iffy there. Um, so we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Dan from Hopscotch. After you're done listening to our silly little episode, uh, get over to Stitcher and check out the Mostly Sober podcast. Uh, it's a couple of great guys from Pittsburgh drinking beer and talking about whatever's going on in the world. So follow them on Twitter at Mostly Sober underscore. Don't forget the underscore. And listen to them on Stitcher at Mostly Sober podcast. Welcome back to Hopscotch. We're uh, tackling the UFO Summer Variety Pack here. Um, kind of an unconventional um, situation we're doing. Yeah, keeping the episode light, just like these beers are. It's light summer feel to it. Yeah, this is, you know, summer's almost over. You know, probably by the time you hear this, we're not even going to be able to find this anymore. You know what I mean? Keep in mind for next year if you like what you hear. We're a variety show. We the, are. This exactly. is a variety pack. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Dan brought his ventriloquist puppet for later. He's going to do a little uh, <laughs> little act. And uh, Mike has all these hula hoops he's going to do a weird thing with <laughs> later on, too. So stay tuned. All right. So the next beer we have this is the UFO White. Now, this would be <clears throat> the more standard, uh, the UFO, if you do see this. Yeah. Now, UFO is, um, you know, just disclosure, it, it, is, it is part of Harpoon Brewery. We'll touch on that on a future episode. We don't really want to dig into it too much. So I'm wondering real quick, I'm looking now, it says employee-owned uh, next to it, so I wonder if that's how they differentiate, like... No, that just means it's not publicly traded. Okay, then I'm a moron. No, nobody called you that. So this is a, a white, so um, I would have to assume, without ever tasting this, I don't think I've ever even had it before, I would have to assume it's kind of a Belgian. Um, it doesn't say, let's see, we got um, crisp, light-bodied... And brewed with orange peel and coriander. That sounds like Blue Moon to me. I've, I've had this several times. It's more. It, it's definitely in that vein. It's more akin to like a shock top. It's like okay. a, like a lighter type of Blue Moon. Um, I like it a lot, though. It was one of the first. I mean, I, it may have been the first UFO um, that's been out there. Unless we're talking about Area Fifty One. Every time I hear the word coriander, I think of this band from nineteen ninety nine that they used to play on WAF called Oriander. <laughs> Yes. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure the singer was Jonathan Davis from Korn's Cousin. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Anyway. I did not know that. Oh, no, that was a demon. I'm sorry. They're all the fucking same. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Doesn't really matter. Anyway. Butt rock cast. <laughs> Butt rock cast. All right. So this one looks uh, just as hazy. Uh, it's the unfiltered offering. So they're, uh, they're hazy, which I like. I love it. I love the hazy look. I'm all about it. Yeah. Give me hazy over golden any day. Yeah. You definitely can't see through this. I uh, just took a sip. It's okay. It doesn't knock my socks off. Yeah, it's pretty uh, middle of the road. Yeah. I know so far, um, and this is no knock on the UFO section of Harpoon. They're, they're fine beers. They're okay. I'm sure there's a market for these. I'm sure there's plenty of people who like them. Obviously, they're in stores, and you can buy them. Um, I think I might be able to speak for the three of us when I say that so far, these are three meh beers. Yep. Yeah. Um, question for you guys. Have you ever seen a real UFO? 
Uh, no, but last week when I was in Maine, uh, with these big clear skies that you can see for miles and miles when the tide's out in the middle of the night, uh, we, we thought what we saw was a shooting star, but all of a sudden it slowed down. It was, I'm sure you have seen, you know, been to New Hampshire or Maine and been able to see a shooting star in the evening. They're flying across the sky. We saw this one flying across the sky and then it kind of hit the brakes. It, it, it almost like it went to, from ludicrous speed back to light speed and it was going nice and slow and then would disappear for about four seconds and then appear uh, a little bit uh, further down the sky. So, yes, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that went from ludicrous to Drake. Um, um, I feel like I've had, I, I wouldn't say definitely, but I feel like I've had a similar experience where I've seen something strange in the sky that's like, oh, that looks like a shooting star, and then something happened, and it's like, mm, questionable. So I don't know for certain, but I'm, I'm open to the concept. Of I never have, and I'm dying to. Like, I've never, even in my life, have I, I, and, like, I'm the kind of person who can talk myself into shit. Never. And, like, I love that shit, and never have I seen something I was like, well, I can't really explain that. Never. So, sort of unrelated, but in a weird sort of, uh, you know, paranormal uh, type uh, subject matter related. There was one time, uh, me and um, Brian, a good friend of mine, back in the late 90s, uh, were on this same beach up in Maine when the two of us got struck by lightning. Uh, The weird thing is, the whole caveat to the story is we were both on, like, a ton of acid. (laughs) So every time we tell the story, no one believes us. But um, there was a storm going on. We were with a third person who was not on uh, any sort of drugs at the time. Uh, we were messing around out on the sandbars. We were running into the wind. There was, you know, lightning going on all over us. We came back up into the beach to sit down and relax. And uh, the two of us were sitting on those little low rider beach chairs. The third person we were with sat right in the sand. And right before we lit up our cigarettes, me and my friend Brian both jumped up screaming in terrible pain. We looked at each other. We ran back to the cottage we were staying at. The third person we were with like what the fuck just happened why did they run off we were 100 percent convinced that we were struck by lightning either charging up from the ground not a direct hit but as the energy comes up from the ground through something and then discharges somewhere else you get you get moist sand you get those metal beach chairs yeah plus i assume you guys were holding hands yeah we we were not holding hands but we were sitting very close on the, the the chairs were you know, six inches away from each other. Oh shit! Yeah, so that that, that was that. I, I did have probably a, the acid. I, I I did have a lightning strike one time that was in my car, which is funny because they say that you're safe in a car. I'll never forget. I was sitting. I was parked at a uh, town grocery in Burlington in my old 1988 Mustang. I was sitting there one day. I think I was scratching a ticket or something like that, and all of a sudden I had a big flash, and then my car shut off, and all the fuses in my fucking fuse box in my car blew. I got hit by fucking lightning, which is pretty fucking weird. Yeah. That's wild. Lightning is no joke. It's like all the electricity on planet Earth. (laughs) Yeah, it comes at you immediately. running a whole entire state's worth of stuff, and then, you know, it comes from the sky and could kill you. So I do like the irony that you are scratching a scratch ticket, because they say, you know, the odds of winning the lottery are the same as getting hit by lightning. Wow. And you got hit by lightning while you were scratching a losing, (laughs) what I assume is a losing scratch ticket. (laughs) You got the wrong one. I will never win the lottery, ever. That's probably ex- explains why I've never hit in 450 on Kino before. That's <laughs> just it, it's the white. That's my white whale. What you guys like Kino? <laughs> yeah, that's my white whale, baby. Yeah, we'll save that for another episode. Oh man, 
Uh, speaking of left electricity, I, I need to get an electrician over here to uh, wire up an outlet in my backyard. I, uh, you know, I tell you, with our, our first royalty check from Stitcher, bought myself a hot tub. Nice, nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah time machine? <laughs> no, no time machine. <laughs> Got a nice little hot tub out back. It's uh, it's been pretty nice living living the life. Uh, I've had it for about uh, two months now. It's uh, feeling pretty good. Uh, problem is, gotta clean that son of a bitch. Today I was out there. Uh, the water was a little cloudy. Yeah, a little cloudy. Get algae in it? No algae. Uh, so here's, here's what happened. It was a little bit cloudy, and then I uh, looked up, found a product, and it was like, oh, it's an all-natural product for uh, you know clearing up your water. Another one to get rid of the foam. Uh, it, it includes some uh, some essential oils, which are great, you know, for spa therapy. Like, awesome. Put it in. Before you know it, my fucking hot tub is spitting out errors. Like, what the, like, what the fuck? And you can't see the bottom of it. So I'm like doing some research now. I'm a new hot tub owner. Now I'm new money now. You know what I mean? Like this is we're talking new money. I come from trash, but now because this this uh, all you listeners and your you know, your um your Stitcher Premium, we're high society yeah. now. Yeah, so I'm new money. So I'm learning. I'm learning as I go. It's it's new territory. Got that inflatable hot tub money. It is, baby. It is. So I can't see the bottom of my tub. So I get more more products to clean it. Not happening. So I, I had to go out there. I had to drain the son of a bitch. Scrub the essential oils out of it, because guess what? Oils aren't good for hot tubs. Uh, why would you have a fucking product with essential oils for a hot tub when oil isn't good for a hot tub? Holistic companies are liars and crazy people. It wasn't a holistic company. It's like a spa company. It fucking blows me away. So they're in cahoots with big hot tub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was in there fucking... <laughs> I was in there, hands and knees, like scrubbing with like a vinegar solution, trying to like break up all the oils. Got a good, uh, you know... Got a, got a good clean on it today. Filled it back up. Uh, you know, some real, you know, 1% of problems. You know what I mean? Uh, but the, the worst part was, though, that, like, I smelled like vinegar. I had to go for a fitting for a tuxedo today for uh, our, our cousin, me and Ryan's cousin, to get married. We're both in the wedding. So we got the uh, the invite to go, uh, you know, get fitted for the tux at Men's Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that. You, you know what? I fucking hate Men's Warehouse. Do, do you guys, like, do you have any feelings about Men's Warehouse? I've been there a few times, and I do not feel good about them. I haven't had any bad experiences, but I just feel it could be a better experience. Um, also, next week's episode is brought to you by Men's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not going to be a fucking uh, uh, sponsor of ours after this little You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee yeah, isn't, isn't there Isn't that guy a creep or something? I think something he, weird I, I'm pretty him? sure that's Robert Kraft. I had, a, I had a good friend of mine who used to work at, at, at Men's Warehouse, and she would hook us up with gift cards and stuff like that. And the clothes in there... I have to dress business casual, sort of almost uh, full business pro for for work. So the clothes in there are really nice. They're also insanely fucking expensive. But uh, I had to go in for a, a tux fitting, too, and um, I disputed all the measurements. I'm like, you know, I know I've put on some pounds over the years, but, you know, when they come back and like, all right, this is your waist. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Lo and behold, the wedding I went to with the suit from Men's Warehouse was fucking falling off me. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting that to happen because I had the exact same thing just happen. Uh, they told me I was a size 46 waist, which I don't think I am. Mm-mm. Granted, you know, suit pants are a little, little fucking bigger. Now, <clears throat> so I go there, and in the last time with the men's warehouse, I went just to buy a shirt maybe or something, and I find them so fucking condescending. Now listen, when you're a fat guy, you don't like putting on clothes. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> All right, and then we just run amok naked everywhere we go. <laughs> we we wish. our chests. Yeah. We wish. Get now, all greased up and just. <laughs> and I feel like I came from a world in a generation where 
men didn't care what they looked like. Like, you're a man. You just, you wear what you're wearing. You, you shave a few times a week. You just carry on. You hunt and gather. Yes. Well, welcome it, it, back to the dad cast. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, so I was, like, I'm being helped by these two millennials today. And, and they're very primped. They have the, the waxed eyebrows and the, 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 the beautiful suits. Granted, they work there. I'm sure they get a good price. But They were probably both slim, too, huh? Oh, of course they were. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them and their slim fit. Could so, they have been extras in a Fast and Furious movie? <laughs> they definitely could have. So as I'm getting fitted and <clears throat> the guy asked me, he's like, oh, what kind of coat do you usually wear? And I said, I don't know. I just usually wear a hoodie. <laughs> and they both laughed at me. I was like, you know what? Listen, dude, I don't need this fucking condescending shit from you, dude. Like, so they're like, oh, I'm like, well, no, no, like, like a suit coat. I'm like, I don't know. I haven't bought, bought a suit in years. So, like, they bought some shit out. And, and, this, and all of a sudden, at this point now, this, like, gigantic fat guy walks in. Like, and he's getting fitted for a tux, too. So I, I grab all the clothes they fitted me with, like, make a change. And I come out and blah, 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 go back in. Did you and the other fat guy sort of, like, make eye contact with each other? Like, he, no, this place sucks. No, he looked at me and goes, you fucking hate this too, right? <laughs> I was like, yep. I was going to say, did the two millennials look at each other when that guy walked in and said, we're going to need a bigger coat? <laughs> Funny you say this, because this gigantic fat guy comes in. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> so then, uh, you know, I come back out of the, um, I come back out of the fitting room I, I, uh, after we try everything on. And then uh, the guy goes, oh, hold on a second. He takes the big coat, the coat off the big fat guy and puts it on me and goes, how does this fit better? I'm like, man, that fits pretty good. <laughs> so I have no perception of what I look like. <laughs> it's what it's boiled down to. I am just a big fat guy. I did not realize that. <laughs> that made me feel miserable with myself. You're like Pluto from Popeye walked in and I'm like, oh, look at this, this guy. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and we were the same size coat. I was like, fuck me. Ever since I put on a bunch of fucking weight. The last thing I want to do anymore, I used to enjoy actually going clothes shopping when I was in, in good shape. Because so I would buy nice clothes because they would look good on me because uh, I didn't have a giant gut. But now uh, I hate going clothes shopping. I've been wearing the same T-shirt and basketball shorts for fucking five years now. Yep. Clothes shopping is the worst in your fat. I actually got a nice sale at the uh, big and tall side of um, JCPenney today. Got a couple pairs of cargo shorts for fucking fourteen ninety nine each. <laughs> Though I'm in a weird place where I went to, uh, I walked into the DXL store just to check it out, and I was like, "Wow!" It made me feel kind of good because I'm like, I'm way too small for this place. Like you nothing, are too small for DXL. Nothing here is gonna fit me. But I wanted to check it out because it was like in a plaza. I was just like, you know, let me check it out. Yeah, because like the big and tall is typically like forty four yeah. and up, and I'm not, I'm not a forty four. I'm, I'm a forty. You know what I mean? Um, shirts, I'm definitely a big and tall shirt. I'm 2XL tall, and that's like, you need to go to big and tall to get that shit. But uh, yeah, JCPenney, I even bought myself a, a nice little, uh, like a weird blue color. We can uh, wear those in the links. Mm, check up. it out down at nice. Filene's Basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I think we need to get into the next beer. Um, I'm going to finish this one up here. Um, so are we, we going to talk one iota about this current beer that we've I been would, drinking? I mean, this is like their most generic UFO yeah. offering. If you know UFO, you've had this. Um, like I said, it's kind of a knockoff. Well, I don't want to say knockoff, but it reminds me a lot of Shock Top. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the one I like best so far. Yeah, honestly. Um, all right, give me a rating, Dan. What do you got on the um, the UFO White? Uh, the UFO White uh, 5K and Tab Method here coming at you. We're going to go uh, We're gonna go three. It's fine. Three can Tab. That's uh, 0.25 less than the Raspberry. Yeah, it is. The Raspberry had a little bit more personality. 
Uh, th- this is just a bland sort of. I- I've had this. This is nothing crazy. The raspberry at least was kind of different. So that that's where the you. two that's where the two five came. Right, guy. What you got? Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a three as well. Um, it's well distributed around here, anyways. Um, it's a known commodity. It's fine. There's a reason it's the most successful one, and I don't hate it. So yeah, no, I got three too. Um, that's the it's it's fine. It, I would drink this if somebody handed me. I'd be happy with it. I'd be like, oh, it's a beer. That's cool. So the last one we have coming up is the uh, pink lemonade. Yes, the shanty. And as Mike's pulling this out, you can see a nice aesthetic on the can. They get some. Uh, all these cans have been pretty decorative. Yeah, the cans are cool. Uh, this one here is uh, what acid reflux is made out of. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Don't you haven't had it yet? So let's uh, wait to get the cracks on the cans to see what it's all about. As we're doing that, this is a 4.4, which may have been the lowest of the group in terms of alcohol volume. So this might be a good head-to-head comparison beer with the Line and Kugel Summer Shanty we did uh, uh, a while back. I agree. I, I would agree as well. Right off the bat, just with a pour, it actually looks like you're drinking pink lemonade. Yeah. Uh, Mixed with beer. Mm-hmm. And UFO has done a grapefruit. Uh, which kind of looks similar to this, but I feel like they really grabbed the aesthetic more of this one. Uh, I know pink lemonade and grapefruit are the same things, but it w- it had that kind of hue to it. First sip, first impression, Mike. I like it. It's not bad. It's um, it's got a little more character than the uh, white. Obviously, we're talking different beers because this is a shandy. Um, yeah, it's all, I'm okay with it. It, it has more character than the pineapple. I'm not sure about the flavor yet as in, in comparison to the raspberry, but we'll see. I would say for what they're trying to mimic, it's the most on point. It, it tastes, it has that pink lemonade finish in the back of your throat, <laughs> which is not what I wanted to say, but uh, I said it anyways. As in every episode, we do have a question segment. Um, we're going to touch base on a few well, questions. We, well, we didn't hear from Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. It's a, no, no, it's okay. Damn, what do you got? I still love you, bro. I love you too, man. Um, I'm not feeling this one. Out of all three of them, I know the pineapple was the most disappointing. This one, dang, I just, maybe I'm just not in the mood for it right now, and I'm just being too particular, but I'm not really feeling this, this, this pink lemonade shandy. You know, it could be the fact that Fort Meadow Studios just got the air conditioning fixed. Mm. Because this was Sweat Meadow Studios for the first, last couple episodes. Fort Sweaty. Uh, we had a uh, an air conditioning issue. I had uh, GQ Mechanical come out here and fix this. Uh, oh, an nice. old buddy of mine, Georgie. Yeah. Uh, GQ Mechanical. Uh, look him up on Facebook. Uh, great job. Uh, George came out here for me. Uh, he found out that I had a, uh, a small nest in my uh, AC unit that chewed through uh, a chipmunk, chewed through a wire. Oh, shit. Oh. Yep, we were good after that. So uh, AC's running pretty I, good now. I guess you can't get over that Chippendale uh, hat thing. They're still, they still have it out for you. <laughs> Those sons of bitches didn't even think about it. I've been good friends with George for, Jesus fucking Christ, over 20 years at this point. He's a great guy. Yeah, no, George, uh, he, George actually mentioned he wanted to come down here and, and uh, be a live studio audience. So we, we may have to uh, extend the invitation out to Georgie. Uh, yeah. Hey, jo- I, I think it's extended right now. Yeah. George, come on down. You know what, George? Uh, not only of all that... Dan, even though you've been a, long, a good friend with George for a long time, George actually introduced me to my wife. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's, he did. You know what, George? If you come down, we're going to have a brand new car for you. <laughs> <laughs> you get a new car, and no, you don't get a new car. If but, he comes yeah. down and we have an audience of one. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that would just make me so fucking happy. Yep. Okay. Well, well you know what? Start small. That car was a Hot Wheel, by the way. 
So look up, look up uh, GQ Mechanical on Facebook. I know he's over there. Uh, he does a great job up in the Northeast. You know, he'll hook you up. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll take care of your AC unit. He's a good guy. Mention Hopscotch Pod as the way you found out about GQ Mechanical, and I'm sure he might be able to help you out with the price. Let's take a 1% off. You know what? I'll pay the 1%. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have a question segment here. Uh, we have Carl from Dallas. What is your favorite alcohol-related movie? I have an easy answer to that, which is just too easy. But I beer, think I know where you're going. But Beer Fest is too easy of an answer. Beer Fest was okay. Two movies came to mind. Beer Fest was one of them. What's the other one? Um, it's The Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski is what I was going to say. White Russians. White Russians. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like that better. White Russians is not like an overlaying theme of the movie, but it's always it's, it's constant. constant. I'll take um, a Caucasian, Johnny. Jeez, I'm going to have to think about this and uh, probably chime in two questions from now because my process is running a little slow tonight. In proper fashion, I'm going to talk about a movie I've never seen, but I know is very alcohol-related, is uh, Sideways. Paul Giamatti. Oh, the wine movie. Yeah, yeah. I've never never seen it. It was up for Oscars. I I really want to see it. That was not a bad movie. But uh, yeah, I know know that's a heavy one. I I don't know why I defaulted to a movie I've never seen, but... And uh, the... Guy in the movie from uh, he was the Sandman in Spider Man. Well, Paul Giamatti. Paul and Giamatti I, and the other guy. You know uh, the other guy. You know who I'm talking about. Is it Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. <laughs> was he the Sandman? I just imagine the two of them drinking wine. Um, like I said, the, the easy answer for me is beer fest. Beer fest is because a like, wine, but uh, you know, you also have. Um, Oh, uh, what is the the SCTV movie, the Canadian one there with um, Rick Moranis, uh, the Canadians there? Not not uh, not not fucking not yoga hosers, but the other one. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh man, we're fucking something about fucking Labat Blue. This is yeah, falling apart right now. Labat Blue uh, summer vacation. We almost probably should have uh, read this question prior to. <laughs> Would have been a good idea prior to the show. But, but this is actually proof that we do not pre-screen our questions. We just read them live on the air. No. Um, so um, we got Big Lebowski, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the best answer. Um, second question from uh, Louis: Fuck Mary Kill. Jason, Freddie, Michael Myers. Ooh, Yikes. Interesting. I would like to thank Louie. Like, I think the fuck, Mary kill has become, like, it's been, it's been a regular thing that's going to be coming up. Um, you know what? I encourage the fuck, Mary kill because, you know what? This fuck, Mary kill, it's a judgment on society. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, it's not just like, how do you feel? It, it, it digs a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? It, it gives us, it gives us the feel of who you are as a person. It's like, a, it's a, not an IQ test, but it's definitely a, a sociological exam. And now that Mike is off his soapbox, um, I was going to say at its core, it's just a fun drinking game. And this is a podcast about drinking. And it also changes depending on your fucking mood. If you ask me, fuck, Mary kill with the same three people in the morning and the evening, I might give you a different answer. You know, it really invokes a sense of community, as John Taffer would say. <laughs> Local synergy, you motherfuckers. Oh, all right, this is so. All right, I'm a huge horror fan. I actually have, um, I have Hellraiser tattoos. So, I would typically, I would, I would, I would marry um, Pinhead because that, I don't think that was an option. It wasn't an option, but I'm just, I'm, I'm elaborating. I don't, um, I don't listen well. What were the options again? Jason Voorhees. Freddy Krueger and Michael. Oh, okay, Myers. the big three. The big three. 
Uh, and if, if there was a fourth, it would be, it would be um, Pinhead. But I do have uh, Pinhead tattoos. Uh, I'm a big fan of Hellraiser. If I was to marry somebody outside of this three, this is just, uh, you know, a, a little bit of um, editorial. It would be Pinhead because the whole um, pleasure and pain thing, fantastic. But not the game. Not the not game. game. No, not the no, game. No, no, no. Fuck, Mary kill. No ringers. Ryan, Jason, Freddie, Michael Myers. Well, you know, since uh, Mike went a little off script, if I had to pick, I would probably go with a supermodel to start. But, uh. <laughs> um, I would definitely not fuck Freddy Krueger because I feel like the scratch marks on the back and everything like that. Like, no, I don't like. There's not a whole lot going on there. That is he burned in his penis as well in his yeah. uh, man right. pussy. Yeah. Do, do you want a burnt penis in your yeah. butthole? No, no. Nope. So, nope. so, nope. so. But maybe he's really good at other things around the house. You know, maybe you can marry him. He can really make some nice julienne potatoes. Ooh, like, yeah. If you need some potatoes all gratin, you call up Frederick. So, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to marry Freddie and hope that we just have a nice, like, you know, non-sexual marriage. Are his eye ducts, like, burnt, too? So he, like, when he's, like, slicing up those onions, does he not cry? Probably. Maybe not probably. probably. I imagine you can do it so quick, it doesn't matter. Who cares? He's cutting them. He's like, and he's out. Hey, it's not my problem if he's crying. Good call. You just mimicked that. You just mimed that with two hands. I think Freddie only has one hand, right? He does. J- Jason uh, Scissorhands. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands got the two fucking things. Um, <clears throat> Edward penis hands. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd, I'd marry Freddie, and uh, you know, hopefully, be make him into a nice chef in the kitchen. Um, I like it. I think. I mean, Jason, you can't, I don't know even what you do with him, so I think you got to murder him. And I don't know enough about Mike Myers, to be honest. I've, I've never really seen the Halloween movies. So I figured maybe, I, maybe I'd fuck him and see where that goes. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think I fully agree with you. Because Freddy is the only one that you could possibly reason with. Um, he's the only one who can talk and respond. I do. I'm, I'm actually backtracking a little bit now, though. You're going to sleep next to that guy every night? Oh, What's going to happen in your dreams? Hachi machi. Right? Right, I didn't think about that. Hopefully. Uh, either way, <sighs> I'm going to sleep next to a guy who you know terrorizes what? your dreams every night. I would rather than have no communication. So I, I like the idea that Freddy can do. Uh, I like to cook. If, if I hate cutting onions, though. So if I can get in there, well, fucking Frederick. Slices some onions for me while I'm on the grill, and then he he can talk to him. You know what? He's got a he's got a, a a good sense of humor, bitch. You know what I mean? He can like he can really dig into there. He can have a, a good laugh or two over Freddie. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to step on your thing again, though. But you can, like you said, you can communicate with him. Maybe you can win him over. It's some of your charm. Yeah, you know you what know? I mean. Um, Jason, I think there's nothing you can do with Jason. Jason's just a machine who's going to try to kill you. Over and over and over again, especially trying to have sex. So if he's like, if he's your wife and you're trying to get laid, he's gonna kill you immediately. So no, kill Jason. And then um, Michael Myers is still, I think he's still human. So you have to fuck him, I think. So marry, marry Freddie, kill Jason. Fuck Michael Myers. We're in alliance. Yeah. And I'm going to ask, honestly, I, I know nothing about Michael Myers other than he kills people. Like, what, what is his deal? I've never seen a Halloween He was in, he, he escaped from his insane asylum. He killed his whole family, blah, 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 blah. He came back to kill his babysitter, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then they just keep coming and coming and coming. <laughs> and you just got to hope that, like, 
marrying Freddie's going to protect you against that. Well, yeah, you know, maybe Freddie'd be I, like, "This is my bitch." Yep, yep. <laughs> the, when the ghost of Jason comes back, yeah. And so this is why I guess I'm on the show because uh, I couldn't be more polar opposite than any of you guys right now on this. Uh, right, I, I'm marrying Jason Voorhees. He's a he's a strong man. He'll protect me. He'll provide for me. He's a he's a big burly character. And I think at the end of the day, um, if I pledge my allegiance to him, he knows where my heart is. I think me and Jason will be just fucking fine. Um, I am going to uh, fuck Freddy because he's fucking insane. And uh, I bet he'd be an absolute thrill in the sack for one night. And then there's too much drama. So that's it. Uh, I'm going to kill Michael Myers. Because of all three of these guys, he's kind of the most boring out of all of them. I think Friday the 13th and Nightmare, Before, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street were the, the two quintessential horror movies of our childhoods. Where Halloween was always that sort of bastard kind of, I don't know, wanting to be in that grouping but never as popular or as cool. So, I feel you, I feel you. So fuck Michael Myers. Uh, so kill Michael Myers. He's out of here. Whatever. Uh I'm going to fuck Freddy. I'm going to fuck him good. But I'm going to marry Jason Voorhees, and we're going to be happy, and there's fucking nothing you can do about it. Hey, man, I like it. Well, I guess we'll have to have a family barbecue and see how uh, (laughs) me and Freddy and Mike and Freddy and you and Jason are doing. I'll gladly have a family barbecue as long as it is catered by uh, a company I'd like to give a shout-out to. And I talked to Mike about this uh, a couple weeks ago when we were playing golf. B&M Barbecue out of, I believe they are out of Pawtucket. I think so. Uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. They were the barbecue joint that uh, catered Mike's wedding. <laughs> I have not had food that good at a wedding in my life. Yeah, I had a barbecue at my wedding. Steak tips, ribs, all that shit. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, like multiple big giant 10-foot grills. And just watching these guys work with, you know... 200 pounds of steak tips on the grill at the same time was so fucking mesmerizing, and the food was so good uh, as well. So if anyone uh, in the southern Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut area looking for barbecue place, B&M Barbecue. I love that this has become a plug cast. Plug just cast. <laughs> all I know is that I ended up with so much leftover food for my wedding. John Taff would be proud. The synergy. I had, like, chafing trays full of steak tips, and I ate them for, like, a week. And then, like, I pulled one of the chafing trays out, like, seven days in, and it just collapsed, and all my steak tips fell on the floor, and I was so grateful I had to throw them away because, like, I hadn't been able to make a bowel movement in four to seven days. Too much iron. Like, too much fucking meat was binding my colon up. And finally, it all went away, but it, the, the food was so fucking good, man. It was, it was a good fucking wedding. Was that what led up to the juice cleanse? <laughs> this is a six-years difference. Um, he, all right. had, he hadn't shit in six years, so yes, that's what led up to the juice cleanse. All right, I have time for one last question here. Um, this question is from Nad in from Lakeville. Is, I know what the boys like, the worst song ever, or is it actually one of the best? It's uh, a tough question. Yeah. Well, it, I, belie- I believe it's on. by the waitresses, and... I think at its core, it's really just about serving delicious foods, if you think about it. Anybody uh, know a, uh, a bar or two of that one to like hum it out? Of course, yeah. yeah. It, it's, uh, I, I think this song is both 
one of the worst and one of the greatest songs of all time. It's polarizing. It, 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 is, it is polarizing. It's divided a country uh, pretty much right now. Ever mm-hmm. since the past election, you have the people who are um, in the cities, on the coasts, and they love what boys like. And all the salt of the earth, blue collar, lunch pail folks in, you know, the Bible Belt of America, they don't care what boys want. Well, see, I was going to say it's divided by the people who know what the boys like and the people who know what the guys want. Well, boys like me. It's true. It's tough. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's on the top of both. I think if you're kind of joking around, I, I know what boys want. <laughs> I think it's a pretty funny song. That's actually it. It is weird. She makes the distinction between knowing what boys like and what guys want. <laughs> like what is? Well, boys are wishy washy. Yeah. Well, you know the boys show up. They order a milkshake. The guys want a steak. That's what the waitresses serve. Uh. <laughs> I unfortunately am not super familiar with the song, so I do not have uh, an in-depth commentary on this, but um, I would say it's probably one of the worst songs ever. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a good song. It's a weird period of time where disco was dead. When they, like, the, uh, I think it was the Chicago White Sox one night uh, back in, like, the late 70s had this, like, uh, kill disco night where everyone who came to the park had all these uh, record albums of the fucking Bee Gees and whoever, uh, you know, whatever disco artists were popular back then, and they destroyed them with a bulldozer over the middle of the field. Let them on fire, too, I believe. So I'm pretty sure the waitresses, I know what bullies want, came out slightly after that, so they almost kind of, like, missed the disco ship. So that song's about Sheilish Joe Jackson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and... With the always the vibe I got from that song, and I have no timeline on when that came out, but I felt like everyone at that point was trying to knock off Blondie. That's kind of what I got from from uh, from that song. It's just like you're not Blondie, you're trying to be cool, but I don't know. Not that Blondie's the coolest person, but Deborah Herring is a nice woman. All right, so the song sucks. I think we get to the point of that. All yeah. right, all right. So um, <laughs> let's uh, we get the uh, UFO Pink Lemonade here, fellas. Um, let's get a five uh, Cantab rating on it. Um, Dan, what do you got? I'm going to go one and a half. Wow. Not digging this one, to be honest with you. I don't even know if I want the rest of it. Wow. Um, the other ones were good. The other ones were fine. Um, maybe I'm just picky. Uh, maybe I'm just like my mother, too bold. Maybe I'm just like my father. I don't know. He's never satisfied. <laughs> Ryan, how are you feeling on Pink Lemonade? Did you have those lyrics reversed? <laughs> I'm not sure, but... My family is a little bit different from Prince's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm actually going to base this. In this particular experience, it was not my favorite at the moment. However, I am going to base this on a past instant where I had one of these when the uh, AC was not working in my apartment. We had a little power situation, and I was dripping sweat, and I had one of these cold, crisp ones right out of the fridge, and it was one of the most refreshing things. That's what won me over to do this variety pack today. So I'm going four can tabs. The pink lemonade is what won you over to do this variety pack? Yes. That's wild. That's yes. good stuff. I was. It, I was, it was a disgusting day. It was super humid. It was like July 3rd, so we... 
didn't quite <laughs> drink all that Budweiser yeah. yet, apparently. You were still in the heat wave. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the AC wasn't working, and it was disgusting. And I had one of these straight out of the fridge, and it was one of the most refreshing things I had. So I, I can't get that taste out of my mouth. So I'm going four can taps. Your story almost makes me want to change my rating. I, almost, I, I don't really like it, but I love your story. Especially imagine as the first beer of the day, too. Yeah. Like Big Mike, what do you say? I was very underwhelmed. Um, I was hoping for a big pink lemonade flavor. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, summertime, fucking, you get the sour, you get the sweet, you get the fucking lemons, you get the fucking sugar, you get the beer. It, it didn't happen. You know what I mean? It didn't happen. It was it was underwhelming. Is this the the the, um, the reoccurring theme here? I gave it two point five. See, that's surprising to me because I feel like it hits all those notes. I don't know. For me, it has just a little bit of that sour, just a little bit of that sweet, a little bit of that sugar. I don't know. And that, the funny thing is, I don't even like pink lemonade. See, I think I was just expecting more from it. Is that it, it, its downfall is that I was expecting more out of it. It was tasty, and I think I liked it. But the downfall was, but the name it it, it paved a way that didn't it didn't deliver. I didn't mind the shandy aspect of it. Like I get like mm-hmm. this type of beer with like the the citrusy fruit. Um, as uh, as evidenced by a past episode, Line and Google might be the best beer on earth. Summer shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe our best episode on earth. <laughs> so I was expecting this to kind of like tangle and maybe go toe to toe with some Line and Google summer shandy. It's a pink lemonade shandy. I like regular lemonade, but every once in a while, I really like pink lemonade. And sometimes I almost think pink lemonade's better. But I guess this was like a coming down to earth, crashing down to earth moment where. Uh... And also. If it was maybe colder, you know, not to point any fingers at Mike for not putting enough ice, ice in the cooler, <laughs> but maybe if this beer was about two to three degrees Celsius colder. <laughs> so the luck of the draw. You maybe. fucking Nazi in your fucking Celsius. Like, seriously, what country do you live in? Go to Canada, you fucking Nazi. Oh, Canada, famously known for their Nazis. That's right. I forgot. Fucking socialists. <laughs> All right, um, so in fourth place, oh boy, weighing in at four point five can tabs, we have a pineapple. Fair, rest in peace, pineapple. Yeah, no chance. In third place, with eight total can tabs, we have pink lemonade. Good, Ooh. it should have been fucking last. No, it's better than pineapple. In second place, with eight point five can tabs, we have. Raspberry. Is it? Is wow. it? By the way, is it pronounced raspberry or is it raspberry? It's. I, 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 <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Bohemian raspberry. <laughs> rasp. No one says raspberry. Is, is it spelled raspberry? It's raspberry. Yeah, the inappropriate. <laughs> and the winner, with nine full can tabs, we have the UFO White. Wow. So the winner is the one without the flavor? <laughs> yes. So apparently flavor makes the flavor lesser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flavor makes the flavor lesser. Truer words have never been spoken. Okay. So now we, at this point, we need to tackle a uh, the Taffer method. So, Ryan, lay it on us, baby. So I'm going to flip the script a little bit because, Ooh. you know, I, I came up with a scenario recently just in case, you know, in our last episode, we had a conversation about how uh, the Taffer method 
I, I wasn't sure. Like we, we discussed it. We worked it out. I thought maybe it was going to die. I was worried about it. So I came up with an alternative method that I'm going to throw down right now. On what? You no. <laughs> this is not the Taffer method. But since we're talking about flavor so much, I'm going to take it down to Flavor Town. Oh, no! No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck! So, you guys The are, Fieri system! Yep. You guys are in the heart of Flavor Town right now. Your tips are so frosted, you can't even believe it. You know, you're drinking these pineapple beers. You can't, you got donkey sauce on the side. Everything that you have going on, it's just out of bounds. And you don't know what to do with yourself. Man, you're maybe even playing guys' grocery games. You know, you got that that shopping cart and you're just grabbing things off the shelf. It's everything that you want from Flavortown. Since this is the most flavorful beer, you're drinking pink lemonade, bacon, (laughs) jam. Like, you got everything you want. But now, this UFO white all of a sudden presents itself. How? I guess there's a shortage of flavor in Flavortown is the scenario that I'm presenting, apparently. (laughs) Because Guy Fieri is on his deathbed. His tips have lost their frost. They have lost their frost. They've cooled. No, I'm sorry. They've, they've heated too much. The marrow has lost his fucking gas. There's not enough flavor left in Flavortown. All the diners have dined out. The drivers have drived down the road. Yep. And the dives have fallen in the water. Yep. So now we're left. <laughs> Everyone's sunglasses are worn forwards. All the tasty food is now inbounds. <laughs> All the visors are now full hats. Yes. Yes, this is how. Dan, <laughs> the Fieri method. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. The Fairy method, because he artificially changed his name to Fieri. His name is Guy Fairy. So the Fairy method. Let's go with the system. Let's call it a system. Fairy system. We, we have a Taffer method. Yeah, the Fairy yeah, system. The Fairy system, Dan. I, I feel like a, a a method is much more mental and psychological, where where that's where John Taffer lies. Guy Fieri is part of a, a system. He's much more hands on. Probably not as smart. Yeah. Call him oh. Ferry. Yeah. So uh, also, no one the, can drive a Camaro anymore. <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'm Woo! gonna I'm gonna give this on the uh, on the Fieri system. Uh, the white is the one we're judging here. That's right. It's the winner. Winner, winner, chicken uh, dinner. So we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Are we go? We going zero, zero through uh, zero, zero through, through 10. ten? Zero through ten. I would say let's go from inbounds to out of bounds. So. Yep. Okay. Yep. So going, we're, we're going inbounds to out of bounds. So I'm going to give this one second base. Love it. That's right up the middle, huh? <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> inbounds to out of bounds. Oh, man. If I'm going inbounds or out of bounds on this, I'm saying right now the, the bases are loaded <laughs> and it's going to be a grand slam that's just <laughs> slightly foul. <laughs> just, just, just missed it by a hair. Binnanoo. It's a sweet guitar riff. All right, I'm stepping to the plate here. We had the bases loaded. We have the garbage can nachos. We got donkey sauce on them sons of bitches. We have the the uh, the 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 uh, the, the mabo wabo and the the cocky wacky or whatever the fuck he's drinking. Strike three out of bounds. <laughs> fuck guy. <laughs> Wait, out of bounds should yes. be good. Strike three out of bounds. Oh, that's so, that's so a foul ball. Yeah. Well, he, 
Oh, it, inbound. Every so, time he eats something, it's out of bounds if he likes oh, it. I was like, well, oh, that's out of bounds, I, man. I, I, oh, wait, I, I guess I'm very confused. About, <laughs> can, can, we, can we reevaluate and go with the 10 keg system? So I know he says out of bounds. Oh, this is out of bounds. That's good, but... Isn't out of bounds like uh, out, of, out of play? So that, that's why. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very confused now. Let's not look into the system I just made up too much. <laughs> so I'm going to give it two a two. You gave it a dick, gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a two. Ryan gave it a foul ball. <laughs> well, I guess base is loaded. So that's like a three minus a foul ball. Mike's so. going to give it a triple H. All right. So uh, today we learned that uh, UFO should probably stick to flying to the sky because their bear fucking kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you keep your hot tubs clean. <laughs> Flavor Town should become a ghost town. I, I'm really sorry, uh, UFO. I hope they don't hear this. Um, they're local. We're, we're based out of Massachusetts, and so are they. And we're sorry for not spreading the love, but make a better product. <laughs> I would also like to take a moment to apologize to John Taffer. Um, didn't mean to usurp you with Guy Fieri. It just it just seemed appropriate, and uh, you know. He, it, you're always going to be the method, buddy. And I know you're listening. You follow us on Twitter, apparently. And uh, I'm going to be watching a whole ton of you tomorrow. Yeah, because Sundays is shit. Taffer Day. Yep. All right, Taffer. Sundays are for the Taffer. <laughs> Fridays are for the dad. Sundays for the Taffer. Yep. That's faux show. Hit us up on uh, Twitter, at HopscotchPod. Email us any questions you might have. HopscotchPod at gmail.com. And now... You can keep an ear out for us, and we'll keep a motherfucking bear out for you. Bye, Flavortown. Town.